Welcome to Lights On Mindful Living Podcast. If you're enjoying this, please rate us five star and share. This is how people find out about us through your rating. I'm your host, Mitra Minesh. I'm a mindfulness storyteller and educator. I teach at UCLA's Semmel Institute School of Neuroscience for Human Behavior Mindful Awareness Research Center. I'm also the founder of InnerMap, an innovative new app where we teach mindfulness through stories, sounds, and practices. I've been the mindful coach to many knowns and unknowns of the world for the past three and a half decades. By the way, I have some exciting news. We have created a new feature in InnerMap where everyday global mindful storytellers can tell their stories so that they can be heard and others can be inspired. So if you or someone you know have a story, a mindful story to tell, we would love to hear it and, if appropriate, to include it in our app. To find out more, please visit innermap.me slash your stories. All of these are one word, innermap.me slash your stories. This episode is about how to incorporate imagination in our everyday life more intentionally. As you may recall, in the past two weeks, I talked about different kinds of imagination and also talked about who can imagine and why some people believe that they cannot imagine. Basically, there are two kinds of imagination. Imagination based on fear, which is very limiting, and imagination based on passion and compassion that is freeing and brings a sense of abundance to us. And by the way, everybody can and does imagine. If you worry, if you imagine scenarios in your life, if you have dreams, that means you can and you are imagining. Okay, and today we're going to be talking about how we can incorporate intentional and conscious imagination into our everyday life. I have five invitations or suggestions for you. The first invitation is for you to schedule imagination time into your everyday. You may do it at the end of your meditation if you're a practitioner. You can add it to the end of your nap if you're a napper. You can add it or create time when you're in the nature, if you're a nature person or you do gardening. You can do it in so many ways. The main point is for you to make imagination part of your everyday life. The best time to actually imagine is at the end of your day, just before you fall asleep, and the beginning of your day before you get up and become very practical about your day. So the main thing, as I said, is to create a pause, a space for imagination and for creating that which has not been born, but you would like it to be born in your life and arrive in your experience. The second invitation I have for you is to make sure that your imagination is focused on what you actually do want 
not focus on what you do not want. You will be amazed when I ask my clients and students what they want, how many of them tell me what they do not want. I tell them it's like going to a restaurant and mentioning all the things that you do not want and ordering like that. I don't want bread. I don't want soup. I don't want sparkling water. You get the point? And I know it sounds a bit funny, but many of us live with the don't wants of our lives most of the time. So clarify what it is that you would like to experience in a general sense and allow the power of your imagination to guide you into the world of invisible and unmanifested. Once you create clarity around what you do want, my third invitation is about bringing it home into your body and allowing your senses tell you how it would look like and feel like once you have materialized your imagination. Don't worry about its accuracy. Let it be open-ended and fluid. Just go with the flow. This is not a logical experience. Let your mind go wild and let your heart be open. Imagine, imagine, if someone had told Edison his idea of electricity was crazy, and I'm sure someone did, how would he had changed the world? So let your imagination be how it is. Do not restrict it with the knowing of your mind and the limitations of what is and what has been already manifested in this world. Now on to our number four invitation. Once you familiarize yourself with the look and the feelings of your experience, then be open to new experiences. Leave room between your routines and your familiars. Allow yourself to do things in different ways. Drive to a familiar place from an unfamiliar road or to an unfamiliar place from an unfamiliar road. Read a book that you would not normally read. Go to a place that you would not normally go. Just leave room and invite the unfamiliars of life to come and meet you in the normal space of your everyday life. The last and most important part of imagination and turning our imagination into a reality is to show up for it. Our only true experiences can meet us in the present moment and in the present moment only. Past and future are illusionary and do not exist. And when they did or will exist, it would be in the present moment. So from time to time, practice being present. Close your eyes, count your breaths, feel your body on the surface you're sitting on, tune into the sounds of the space you're in, anything that can help you be in the now of your life. It's like you have ordered something online via your imagination from universe.com but you're not home to receive it when it's being delivered. Just think about it. If you're not in the present moment, you'll miss all that is coming to you and it's coming to meet you 
because you're visiting the past or future and are not home to open the door to your new arrival, new visitor, your gift. So being in the present moment is very crucial in actually turning your imagination and receiving the manifestation of your imagination. We don't know when it will come. We don't know where it will come, but we know that it will come. And if you're not home, it cannot be delivered to you. So allow me to summarize the five points. One, pause and create room for imagination and schedule imagination into your every day. Two, focus on what you do want, not on what you don't want. Three, imagine how your life would look like and more importantly, feel like when your imagination is manifested. Four, be open and welcoming to the new and the unfamiliar. Five, show up in the present moment to receive your gift of manifested imagination. And at the end, I want to invite you to let it go. Once you have done all of this, don't stay attached to your manifestation. Allow it to surprise you. Allow it to come and become a reality when it's ready, when it's time. So this concludes Lights On series on imagination. I hope I have provoked your curiosity enough for you to create your own way of exploring your imagination. Happy imagining and happy exploring. Hope this episode answered the question or two for you or provoked and inspired questions in you. I'm so grateful you showed up and listened up. Until the next time, be well and stay curious.